Hello and welcome everybody to, as you can see by the title of this episode, The Swings by Cameron Sheridan. So I did come up with a name. I titled it The Swings. I hope that um, that's suitable for everyone. I think it's a, a great name. As well as I decided to not be pseudo-anonymous, anonymous or whatever. Um, so yes, it is The Swings by Cameron Sheridan. So that is the uh, gist of that. And today is episode one. Technically, this is still Thursday, September uh, 23rd, the day that I recorded the first episode, episode zero. I decided that I was going to record a pre-session little uh, intro to this and just see how that goes. We'll see how the session goes. I'm about to leave. It's like four um four thirty in the afternoon so i'm about to leave before this uh thursday night game i got my kyler murray jersey on i'm a few keystone lights deep yes we drink keystone light in this joint it is cheap and uh until i'm daily rocking that three five game um it's gonna be keystone lights and then coors light when it's on sale my good sirs um so yeah, that's what we're doing. I figured it'd be kind of fun to just give a little a little pre-session thing here before I uh, head off to Talking Stick and off to the session. And then obviously, I will check back with you guys um, post-session. So, um, cheers to that. Cheers to the true first episode one that will include a session. And um, here we go. I'll see you guys after the session. Thank you, guys. Alrighty guys, and now it is Friday morning. I was contemplating if I should record the session review um, last night after the session, but I decided it would probably be better and better for the series as a whole if I just always have the session, take the notes, and then I wake up in the morning and I review the session. And then um, we do that over and over and over again. And, yeah, so last night, obviously, um, I was going to the casino. And I I was going around the time of Thursday Night Football. And I played for about three hours. I took what felt like a shitload of notes. So we'll see how much content this gives. And then that'll give a good um, projection of... How many notes I need to take. Um, Obviously, I want to be playing six to eight hours long sessions. So um, it'll give me a good gauge for um, future episodes. So without further ado, um, let's dive into my first note from the session. Which is that I walk into the casino and I'm trying to get my ticket for the Thursday night game. So at my casino for... Um, sporting events, especially football, they hand out these tickets. And um, if you're there before, if you're in a seat before the game starts, you get a black ticket that lasts for the whole game. So it'll have two numbers on it. And then if the two numbers match with the last two numbers of the score for any of the four quarters, which including the final score, of course, 
um, you would win X amount of dollars. But unfortunately, I missed that by two minutes. So that means I'm just going to be getting a card that just lasts for each quarter. And I won't have the free roll for all four quarters, which is whatever. Most of the time, the numbers are shitty anyway. So you don't really have a chance of getting it. But sometimes you get some good numbers and then you can cash in. But either way, so that, that was a little annoying. So we go to the bar and get a happy hour Jack and Coke. And I don't know why I put this in the notes, but we listened to some whale who's just sitting there drinking a, a double bullet bourbon on neat and playing video poker. And while I'm getting my drink, he just starts talking because I'm wearing the Kyler Murray jersey. Like I said, he just starts talking to me about how everybody thinks A.J. Green's prime is, is done, but he's going to be revitalized. <laughs> by the Cardinals and that he's still in his prime dude was wearing a San Diego Padres hat but either way um, then I get called for my seat and then so when I get called for my seat I sit down in seat 3 and in seat 2 we have this guy that literally is there every morning at like 9am I swear to god I don't know if he's just a retired rag whale or if he's like a pro. I mean, he's pretty solid though. He always seems to get the stacks from the morning. So either way, um, he's sitting there having like a victory beer from the morning. He's got a huge stack and um, he's a nice guy though. Either way, um, let's get into the, and then actually I'll go over the, the table actually, or the people that I actually have character notes on. And then in seat one, we have Lumberjack, and then in seat seven, we have Young Buck, and then in seat six, um, I don't have a note on seat six. He was forgettable. Seat five, we've got Old Lady. She she seems like a nit, but she mixes it up sometimes. And then in seat four, we've got Asian male watching movie on his phone. All right, so that's the table that we start out with. That's the dynamics. So firsthand, we open Ace Four of Diamonds under the gun to fifteen dollars in a straddled pot. Probably should make it twenty. We get four callers. Flop comes Jack High. I believe Rainbow. It checks around, or I check it, and I believe a blind checks it, and then um, next to act, C bets. And then one of the blinds check raises. And then I fold. Next hand, we open pocket tens under the gun, $15. Not in a straddled pot. Button and small blind, both call. $45 going into the pot. Flop comes, ace, ace, eight, rainbow. Small blind checks. I see about $20 into 45 Button folds. C bet, I mean, excuse me, button folds, small blind calls. So we have $85 going into the pot. I mean, into the turn. Turn is a deuce of diamonds. He checks. I could probably lead here. I check. And then the river is a queen. Not exactly the best river for me, for sure. And then he leads 45. And then I just think about it for like. 25 seconds or so and then 
I flick it in, and we're good. And then, uh, so I'm just guessing he had an eight, pretty much. That's basically all he could have, pretty much. Which, with that being played out, I probably should bet the turn. But, I mean, it still works out with him leading River, so it's all good. But I should still probably be going for value on the turn, though. And then, next hand, we have three limps to us in the small blind. We kick it up to $20 with ace-five of hearts. And then all three limpers call. (laughs) Flop comes four of hearts, seven clubs, jack of clubs. It checks around. I should probably be betting on this flop, especially because we're against a bunch of limped ranges. So basically a bunch of shit hands. And um, either way, it all checks around. Turn is a king of diamonds. And then it checks around again. River's a 10 of diamonds. And then it just checks to the button, which is uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Morning Reg. And he, uh, he just bets 65, obviously. I don't know if for value or bluff, it doesn't matter. Everybody folds, obviously. And then I put in parentheses, feel like I should see bet flop big, but maybe not against these nits. And that's a fair assessment, especially because in these games, like, I don't know, four sevens, jack, two clubs, one heart. I guess I have a backdoor straight potential and backdoor flush drop. But, I mean, betting into all those people, you're just... You just can't exactly bluff or semi-bluff. Like, I guess you can semi-bluff multi-way, but I don't know. It just, it just, I don't know. But I feel like in that specific spot, if I see that big, I would take it down. But, but irregardless, I'm next hand. We open Ace King off fifteen dollars under the gun in a straddled pot. The big bind and the straddle both call. And then flop comes 10 deuce 4 rainbow. And I should preface, um, we're playing seven-handed. So when I say under the gun, um, basically I'm already UTG plus two. So so basically, um, yeah, I should just preface that. But I, I still just put UTG. But I guess it can get confusing because when I'm in the cutoff or hijack, I put that. But, but yeah, I guess I can just start saying UTG plus two. Um, I don't know. Someone can comment on that for me or something. But either way, we open up ace-king off. Flop comes 10-deuce-4. Checks to me. I see bet 20 into 45. And we take it down. And in this hand was against Young Buck and Lumberjack, which... Uh, most of our pots that we're going to be discussing are against um, those such players. And then next hand, we open up king-queen off in middle position. The hijack and the small blind calls. And the small blind is lumberjack. Flop comes king-seven-deuce, rainbow. And then I lead $20, and they both fold. 
And then I put in my notes, I should maybe check with how dry the board is, or maybe just lead 15. Because the way it kind of works in this game, if you lead 20 into 45, they'll call if they have a piece, obviously. And then 15, if you bet 15 free and then you bet 15 on the flop, they kind of just float it no matter what. So, well, not no matter what, but they float it a lot more often just because you're not sizing up. They don't really, and you don't really, I don't know, down betting flops in these games. It, I mean, it, it works fine in three bet pots, but in these single raise pots, yeah, I don't really do the the third pot because they just they just flat every time. But yeah, so that's and we had a nice plane fly overhead. But either way, so let's get back into the action. So maybe I could lead smaller or check that flop, but we were multi-way, so either way. And then next hand, we have this is our worst play of the night, I would say, just because we end up paying it off, I believe. So we have a seven off in the big blind. It's a straddled pot. Um, there's three callers. I don't know why I just flick in the three dollars. So we got thirty dollars into the pot in a five way in a five way hand with a straddled pot. And we've got flop comes four, six, eight. Um, I'm assuming rainbow, because I don't put, I don't have a flush draw out there. It checks around. Turn is an ace. Middle position now, which is the, which is young buck. He leads for 30, into 30. And then the cutoff calls, which is lumberjack. And then I call because I have a seven off. I've got a gutter and top pair now. So we've got 120 going into the river. The river is the 10 of clubs. I check young buck slows down now. So obviously he was trying to steal it. And then now the cutoff bets $35 and then I just pay it off and it's stupid because when you really think about it it's like you know this is a limped pot so he obviously has a shitty ace here and like that board has the two pairs for the shittier aces than mine basically and if he has a better ace on this board, if he has a better, well, I don't, I, that's why I just don't, yeah, he's not limping ace jack. So, yeah, it's just stupid. I shouldn't have paid. And it was just an obvious value bet. I mean, 35 into 120. Either way, um, I pay it off. He has a six offsuit. For two pair, turn two pair, and it says in my notes, now go back to being up $20, losing 71 in that hand. 
So we were up about $100 at that point. And I put, and of course, it was Lumberjack in seat one and Young Buck in seven, that hand. That's funny. And then I put Can't Tilt, Just Have to Play Better, and Fold River next time. Which is true, it was just an obvious value bet for a two pair. Like, we just can't really be good there ever, basically, with a seven. So, next to one of my better plays of the night, we open up Queen Nine of spades on the button over two limps to $20. And then the small blind next to us, which like I said previously, is Mr. Asian watching um, some movie on his phone with subtitles. Um, he three bets me to $40, just a min click. Well, my good sir, if I have position and you're just going to min-click it, um, I'm going to look you up. So so we call. Flop comes. Ten, and both limpers fold, I should preface. Flop comes. 10-8-6. No spade. Nary a spade. But we have a gutter ball. He leads 40. I flat this. I got a gutter. Turn. Wait, this can't be right. Okay, my notes are incorrect on the 1086. Because I have a gutter and I definitely don't get there. And then I, I turn I turn a double gutter. And the double gutter was a spade. Yeah, so I turn a double gutter with queen nine suited. So the turn did come a seven of spades, but with that flop, it gives me a straight. So that's incorrect because so there was a jack in there somewhere. Either way, so I'm double guttered now on the turn and he leads 65. And because I'm double guttered, I, uh, I raised to 265, which... In hindsight's a little big because we have 160 in the pot after I call the flop and then we turn double gutted and he leads 65 into 160 so in reality I should probably be making it like 220 like 215 because I mean if he calls I mean I have a good amount of outs so I should probably make it more like 215. But either way, he folds after a little bit of time. And we take it down. We take down, what is that, about 200 and... Yeah, about 200 and... Uh, yeah, almost a $300 pot. All right. So, next, this is our highlight play of the night if you would we open six six excuse me 
pocket sixes. We open puck. I gotta stop reading the notes so so blatantly. Jeez. We open up pocket sixes under the gun. And under the gun plus two calls, which is the guy on the phone. Button, who's young buck calls. Lumberjack and the small blind comes along as well. And we open to 15, so $60 in the pot going four ways to a flop. That comes king, six, eight. Bing. We take, we got a set here. Small blind checks, lumberjack checks. I bet $25. And um, our, our movie watcher folds and Young Buck folds, and Lumberjack comes along. So we have 110 in the middle here going to a turn that comes another eight. So now we have a boat. Lumberjack checks to me. We've got 110 in the middle. I bet 65. I could maybe bet 70, maybe 75 here. I mean, it wouldn't really change a whole lot. But I was looking at his stack and me betting 65, like him calling that still only left him with like $100. So I could I could have sized up a lot bigger here maybe, but then he could have folded. So I led 65. He calls. River is a 10 of clubs, inconsequential. And then... He checks to me, and then I just lead out $100 for his last, like, 90 bucks or whatever. And then he just looks at the board, looks at me, looks at the pot, realizes he pretty much has to pay it off because he is pretty much pot committed at this point. And then I'm assuming he just has, like, king-queen or something. And, um, yeah, he calls, we scoop. And now we're up $357 at that moment. And I put that we are only an hour in at that time. And so, next up we have four limps. And I open ace of diamonds, king of spades, ace king off. What a beauty of a hand. Open it up. $20 over four limps in the small blind. And the only caller out of the limps is the old lady that mixes it up every once in a while. Um, Flop comes jack eight, three, two spades. I lead $20. She calls. Now we have 90 in the pot or so. Turn is the seven of diamonds. Now at this point, I'm just going to slow down. I check she bets $100. She bets 100 in the 90. And I just like pretend like I have to think about it for a second. And I fold. And then next hand, we have ace king off again. I think we got ace king off like fucking four times this session no kings aces queens nothing just ace kings ace king offs and um 
And this looks like it's against the old lady again, too. So we have Ace-King off under the gun. Middle position, old lady calls. Small blind is now um, new milf lady is what I called her. Um, she replaced lumberjack after I stacked lumberjack. So um, new milf lady in the small blind calls as well. So we have 45 going into the flop. Um, milf lady checks. Oh, wait, excuse me. Flop is jack, jack, seven. Two clubs. Um, milf lady checks. I check. I don't have a club. Old lady bets 35 into 45 here. This is why I said she sizes up and mixes it up. She's fucking wild. And sometimes she doesn't have it. That's what's crazy. Sometimes she doesn't have it. All right. Either way. I tank, if I would have had a fucking club, I'm calling, but, um, yeah, I put, I think I'm maybe supposed to call, but I don't know how wild old lady is tonight, but, um, yeah, I'm probably supposed to just fold there, and then when I have the ace of clubs, maybe even the king of clubs, we just call her. And then um, my next note is not a hand that includes me as a, uh, actually as this fucking plane flies over, I'm going to take a sip of this Keystone. Alrighty. So my next note is not actually a hand that I'm in. I have that new mill stacks off 450 to old knit rag on my right, which is the nice guy. But, dude, the guy, like I said, the guy's already got, like, 2K in his stack. And then he's just out here catching punts. So, he sta she stacks off 450. He has queens on a 10-10-8-4 deuce board. 10-10-8-4 deuce. She opened 20. He three bet to 75. She calls. And then he just leads 175 into literally 150 and she tank calls and she only has like 200 behind and then he leads live and then he leads the river he can literally they're sitting right next to each other you can see she only has like a little bit over two like maybe i think less than 200 and he just max bets 300 <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's another thing about this game that I forgot to explain to you guys. So it's a 2-3 spread limit, which means that it's not no limit. So the max bet is $300, and you can't 5-bet. So if, if she would have 4-bet to, let's say, 300, he can't just shove over her. He would just have to call because the betting is capped. It's kind of, it makes for some interesting spots if you're super deep. So if you're ever out in Arizona, just remember it's spread limit, not no limit. But yeah, so that's one thing about this game. And I should also said we're playing 2-3 at Talking Stick Resort as well. So either way, um, he leads River for... For her less than $200 and she calls off and he has queens. So hopefully she had jacks because if she didn't, 
she's just giving it away, which is good for us, but not good for her. Um, either way, um, next hand, I don't know why I took a note of that. It was just interesting. And then we have opening. This is looking like we're getting towards the end of our, our session hand histories here as well. Um, we open ace deuce of clubs to $25. Oh yeah, this was a hand that fucking pissed me off. Oh shit. Yeah, so I over, cause we're playing um, five handed at this time. So four limpers, or no, that would be, that would be three limpers. And then I make it 25 in the small blind. We get two calls, flop comes, six, eight, deuce, three diamonds, um, checks through on, checks through on the flop, turn is a four of hearts, River is a three of diamonds, and it literally checks through on the river, too. Um, I have a deuce, and we lose to a six off. And I just put in my in my notes that um, I definitely should have bet after everyone checks the turn so that I could... Um, take the pot down but either way i mean in that spot i don't have a diamond so i don't know leading river there you probably i mean without a diamond you probably get called by a diamond more than not so honestly maybe it's not even that bad maybe i'm just supposed to lose that hand i don't know i just hate fucking losing hands like that when it's like all everybody's being passive and I can feel that it's passive, so I should just be an aggressor and just take it down. It was like how how um, old Ned on my right in that hand earlier, how he just led 65 on the river because it just checks him. He knows he's not good if it if it goes to showdown, and he knows everybody's being passive and weak, so he just sizes up. Like, I mean, it's it's just obvious shit. But either way, I don't know why I didn't do it there. So um, so we lose that pot for no reason. And then so then I have that. I flat sevens on an open four ways. We break fold flop. I open ace 10 off. 15 bucks in the cutoff. Button and big blind both call. Flop comes king, queen, deuce, rainbow. I see about $20 and take it down. Then I open nines on the button. Big blind calls. Um, flop comes ace eight three. I see bet $20 and take it down. And then um, that's the last hand. Then I have that. I leave up 264. We're in for $500. Out for 764. And that we say goodnight to Mr. Grinder Knit, who is still there having a few couple victory Bud Lights. Which is funny, because the fact he's still there um, kind of just goes to the fact he's a grinder. Which is what um, we want to be, man. I mean, uh, that's 
to kind of that's kind of why I started this so that it can just solidify myself as that grinder not being an old knit grinder I kind of want to just be that aggro dude people don't like to three bet because they know I'm fucking crazy and shit like that that's the kind of shit we're trying to get after and just be the and just be the rag man which we are definitely a rag but we don't have the same status as as some of these guys that I see every day but either way guys so that we got to over we got to over 30 minutes off of just about 3 hours of poker so that's pretty good so that means if I keep up with the notes that I took as we have another jet fly overhead in solidarity I'm going to take another sip um yeah so that's actually a pretty damn good gauge that we're going to be able to make pretty much an hour podcast a day off of about an eight hour session which is fucking that's fucking gravy to me yes am i gonna have to take a shitload of notes and have these novels on my phone potentially but it's in the name of fun and it's in the name of building something that is greater than myself and you know this is fun like going over these hands actually i feel like it's gonna make me better at poker i mean having to just relive shit obviously there's gonna that's why we call it the swings because there's gonna be swings obviously it's nice to start the um first episode off with a w it would have been horrible if we would have gone employed for five hours and gun stacked twice or something and you know end up with a depressing story in the morning especially after that intro where i'm like oh we're gonna go celebrate thursday night football and go play poker (laughs) either way boys and females if there are any females out there um i do not want to discriminate and i know females do like poker either way so that marks the first session in the books i'm gonna go play later on today because like i said it's only about well it was about 10 now it's like 10 30 as we're recording this and yeah, so I'm probably going to go make some breakfast and then um, just kind of hang out and then wait for the uh, wait for the games to start to build up and then probably head on into the casino at about 2. It is Friday, so maybe a little bit earlier than that because, hey, it's Friday. So um, I really do appreciate anyone that's listening to these first episodes. It really does mean a fucking lot to me. And, um, yeah, being an OG listener to something like this, I hope will, um, pay some sort of dividend for you as well. So, um, with that, um, I don't really know what else to say for this episode aside from that. I hope we have a good session tonight. And if anyone that is listening that either knows me or you can follow me on Twitter at 
Cameron Sheridan. It's C-A-M-R-O-N Sheridan, S-H-E-R-I-D-A-N. Um, you can follow me on Twitter. Um, I don't have an Instagram for this podcast or anything yet. I don't even use my personal Instagram. If you want to find me on there, you can or whatever. But um, either way, yeah, guys, I will catch you in the next episode. If anyone has any comments on how I played any hands or on any um, suggestions for um, how to run the pod or anything, um, I'm all open ears. I also want to make a comment as to how I'm just pacing around in the backyard currently with background noise. Um, As the pod does progress, I will buy a Blue Yeti and um, have professional sound. But for now, I figured, you know, that's kind of the kind of vibe I want of this pod. You know, we're the young grinder on our way up the ranks. And, you know, at some point throughout the journey of the ranks, you know, we'll get good audio and uh, a Blue Yeti. And we won't have... um, planes flying overhead like we do right now (laughs) but either way guys and gals um, i really do appreciate everyone that's tuned in to this first episode of the swings and i will catch you guys hopefully um tomorrow that's the plan as of right now my schedule is literally play a session make a pod play a session make a pod so i should be pumping these out Um, I know people that listen to podcasts love shit like that. They love continuous uploads and being able to keep up with the story. So I'm going to try to not let you guys fall off of that story. So it was a nice $264 dub. And and, um, just for a little context, that's our third winning session in a row, which is nice. And we were going through... A small little downswing of just three or four sessions in a row of losing. So it's nice to get back on a, a three-session winning streak. And, um, yeah, so that's kind of where we're at. We're on a three-session winning streak. We're feeling good. We feel like we're playing good. Um, we did pay that guy off with the A6 off, with the A7 off, in a pot that we probably should only be raising or folding in the big blind because we're just going to be out of position and shit all the time so there are mistakes that we're making but we are and like i said with those those passive pots when everyone kind of knows nobody has shit um i need to be the aggressor so aside from that i think things are going well and um i've been playing solid ranges um i haven't been calling three bets with um marginal hands like i've done in the past to nits and just gotten completely crushed and just stupid shit like that um we've been playing fine so um this is a long-winded conclusion but either way guys um i really do appreciate anyone that's made it this far and i will catch you guys in tomorrow's episode have a good rest of your day